Not for nothing, a podcast about sports, life, introspection, feelings, old people, you name it. You got hosts, they're Chris and Chris. Here we go. How you doing? Totally not mailing this show in at all. No way, man. It's a midweek special. We're trying to bang it out so we can have the rest of the week open. No press, no stress. My, my wife loves those stupid. Uh, is it the Geico commercials? Where like it's the the camels like walking through the office, you know, and he's like, "Hey, Mike, 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 you know what day it is today?" And then then the guy's like, "Oh God, not again!" And he's like, "It's hope day." Oh, that's got to be Geico. Yeah, and I was just like, "This is my wife." Like, cracks up laughing at but me. But it's kind it's of a. Thing. But I could see Anne doing that. Like the th- a, a joyful Anne is yeah. a is a. I mean, you just gotta be happy with that. I could yeah. see her laughing at it. It would drive me crazy too. But like, I I appreciate it. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate. It. I appreciate. I mean, I do. Dumb. I appreciate her humor. How she finds things like that funny would, or whatever. Yeah, it does, she loves commercials. For yeah. Some reason. Oh, believe me, I've watched many a Super Bowl with her. <laughs> she wa- she watches them like way more intently than the game. Oh, it's for like, sure. I yeah, think the uh, scales yeah. from like it's like halftime show, commercials, football game. I think yeah. With food, yeah. Uh, food is t- the top. Yeah, food, food is probably the top. Then it's probably which I th- I don't think is that. Uh, I don't think she's alone in that. No. But yeah, you have to be quiet for the commercials, which is uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's makes why we sense. can't do a live show anymore. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. We shouldn't be doing a live show. That was a trainer. Well, no, that was yeah, yeah. I wa- I rewatched that video of. Uh, oh God! I rewatched the video of of our Kate Moss, my dog, choosing the Super Bowl winner, and it's so <laughs> funny because we did a picture of Maddie Ice and Tom- Tampa Bay next to dog bowls, and we put dog food in both of them, and then we sit. We were like, "Oh, Kate will choose the winner." And she went to she went to Maddie Ice and started eating, and then she switched to Tampa halfway through and finished that bowl, which was weirdly very premonitive because yeah, of the game. Of the game, it was like she like forecasted the entire thing for us. Uh, it's actually really crazy and impressive. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I never thought about that. I was just like, oh, my dumb dog just ate out of both bowls, of course, but like just by chance, she. She was like, oh, this one. And then she's like, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. No, this one. I, I think she needs to be like the new, like, like the she's, squid or the octopus. Like who? or whatever. It is. Yeah, the yeah. squid. Yeah. She definitely needs to be. We definitely need to monetize this dog enough already. <laughs> like, she, <laughs> she needs to start pulling her own weight, you know, financially. I Since mean, you're a stay-at-home dad and stuff, I think she needs to be the second income in that I've family. Never, I've never spent the night at a, at a hospital in my life. My dog has spent weeks in a hospital. I've never had like any sort. I've never been intubated. My dog has been intubated. <laughs> my dog's medical bills, like, and I'm 45. My dog in her five short years have way, has way more medical bills than I've ever had. So she definitely needs to start pulling her weight one way or the <laughs> other. I don't. Love and snuggles go a long way. Don't get me yeah, wrong. They do. That's true. That's it, true. And I, and I definitely don't give, like, I'll take them, but like, come on. Yeah. This dog. Yeah. Like, exactly. 
Give me a break. Um, <laughs> dogs. If you, you know, it's weird. So, uh, some people don't like dogs. What are you laughing at? Us. <laughs> You're just a little rant here. This is great. All right. Dog rant. Let, well, okay. Let's get back on topic. You ready? <laughs> no, no, let's talk about people who don't like dogs. I just don't get it. So, I don't get it either. So, I was working the show. That's some fucking. It was, uh, it was, for those that don't care or don't know, but kind of care, like Chris and I both work in the event industry and suddenly it's back. So suddenly it's all just we're back. It's, we're just working again. And uh, I work in this, this show and it's got a bunch of knuckleheads on the, on the bill and they're pulling in and one, one person had, in her defense, she was, a, she was a singer and she had just moved her mother out of her house, but she had her mother's dog with her. And I was like, how is this my problem? And she's like, I've got my dog with me and I can't leave the dog in the car. And I was like, well, we, I don't really know if it's like cool for you to have your dog backstage so we could put it in one of the artist trailers. And she's like, yeah, but if somebody accidentally opens the door, the dog gets out. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So I like, well, what are they going to do? What is she going to do with it otherwise? I, yeah, exactly. I was like, you're just putting this problem on me. Yeah. But I'm a dog lover. So I was like, let me yeah. go the extra mile. Tell her, instead of just telling her to go fuck herself. I was like, I'm going to go talk to the producer of this event because it is not me. I'm just a lowly stage manager. And uh, I, the, uh, the producer was like, I fucking hate dogs. No. And I was like, oh. oh. I was like, okay. I was like, I don't even know. I, I, did, I expected like a totally different answer. I was expecting right. like, it's fine as long as the dog's friendly or whatever. She was like, right. I hate dogs. That. I don't want to see that dog. And I was like, wow, okay. And I think it probably stem. I think anybody who hates a dog doesn't like a dog because they've been bit by a dog. I don't think you're yep. born hating dogs. It's a learned behavior. Yeah, right, right. But exactly. it's like, get fucking over it already. Like, if you get hit by a car, do you just never drive again? Can't, I can't look at cars. Yeah, nope. Yeah. Never seen anybody say that before. Right. No one yep. does that. It's like it's you fall downstairs. Suddenly, you just have to live in a ranch house. You're like, I yep. can't have multiple levels of my home. Yep, exactly. I, I just I, no one's ever like, I hate cats. It's like, why? Because I got scratched once. Like, dogs are mm. like, give them a break, man. Give them a break. Yeah. They're domesticated wolves. Like, if one bit you, that's that's not that dog's fault. Now, would you like to hear the counter argument? <laughs> what what kind of dog or what was the dog? Well, the counter argument is this. My wife is a doctor. And the other day, she had to see a woman who had been scalped by her son's Rottweiler. Oh, yeah. See. All head ripped off. Scalped. Ain't got no face. Ain't got no head. Ain't got no hair. The whole shit got ripped off. And she's been in the hospital since March. And she's not looking great. Uh... Uh-oh. Now that is a that is the product of a bad like, it's bad uh, training of the dog. It was no training. The guy bought the dog off Craigslist and then bred it and then they took the babies away and the dog was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, uh, right. It's not the dog's fault. Uh, but <laughs> that woman can hate dogs forever. Of <laughs> she, course, she gets a pass. Absolutely entitled to. Yeah, <laughs> there's like, trauma involved when you don't have a face anymore. <laughs> Yeah, that I mean that'll that that's. Can you imagine? Listen, how fucking bad that would hurt. 
Oh, tell yeah, me. I've never been bit by a dog. Tell, tell me, tell me how is it? How traumatic is it? It's got to be a little scary. Tell me about it. It was traumatic. It was. Uh, I, I've told the story before, so I don't know if I've ever told you. Just tell uh, it because I love your stories. No, I, I'm sure you do. <laughs> so is my wife. Um, she hates my stories. Uh, really? Oh man, I was. Does she know I the was, one about um, you getting held up at your senior party? Yeah, I don't know if I've told her that one actually. Man, that's a good one. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, so I was, I was maybe like ten or eleven, maybe like thirteen. I don't even think I was that old. But um, we we lived in a cul-de-sac, and my one of my brother's like best friend, he lived up in the cul-de-sac at like the end of the cul-de-sac. Where did you live and, on the cul-de-sac? Like a couple houses down, like towards. You were the on the turn. Yeah, a little more on the turn. Yep. Okay. And uh. So we went up to visit it. We visited Eric. It was my brother and I. We were visiting Eric, and and his mom got a dog. It was a Dalmatian. She got the uh, also, she got the Dal- also known as a Dalmatian, but Dalmatian, Dalmatian works too. Dalmatian, whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh, and it just depends on where you're from. Um, <laughs> Nobody says Dalmatian. <laughs> yeah, hundred and one Dalmatians. Maybe Dalmatian. Everyone. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so the Dal- one of those fucking dogs. The Dalmatian. They're like dead. Which, which those dogs can strung. be kind of aggressive and kind of mean as well. Too. Well, they're right? mad they're, inbred. They're like they're right. usually deaf. Uh, oh wow! Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, they're they're very frequently deaf because they're inbred oh. so intent intensely. Yeah. Great. That's awesome. Um, so they they locked a dog up in the bedroom in his mom's bedroom because because it, it can be like a little aggressive or whatever and stuff and also and not growls great. at people blah blah blah. So uh, we were out there for a little while whatever we were leaving and and we were we opened the the front door we were walking out and somehow um the dog got out of the bedroom and and, and I don't remember exactly how or something or she maybe she opened the door too soon or something and the dog came running down the hallway and I was the last one out of the door. Got and I got just ass. outside and there's and and right to the couple of the steps and all of a sudden the thing came up behind me and literally like bit me in the ass pretty much. Yeah. Like kind you of didn't side even, thigh you didn't even ass see it area. Coming. And like just I mean full mouth, full teeth, punctured, grabbed a hold of it. Uh I think it that. didn't let go. Fuck that. How'd for like get... a couple seconds. And I was like, oh and I, I mean I screamed out and I was like it was like shocking too, because you know you didn't see it coming. Yeah. Uh, it hurt like a motherfucker. They, they got the dog like off of me and, uh, uh, I was, I, I, uh, he punctured like he, I had like teeth marks. Did you go I to, think I still have, did you go to, I, I, I used to have markings still for a really long time. Did you go to the, to the doctor? No, we, we went home. Oh, the uh, 80s. Like my, yeah, of course. Like my mom, my mom, I, there's a whole storyline here with my mom and like not taking me to doctors, I think. Yeah. When I get injured and stuff. She broke my collarbone. She did not take me to the doctor. She, your mom broke it herself? She stepped on it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? No wonder she didn't take you to the fucking doctor. She wouldn't have you anymore. You would be raised by another nice family. I'm sure they would have done a great job. Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, let's save the collarbone story. That's another yarn. I don't want to. Yeah. But I definitely want to know. God damn. Okay. All right. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I went home, we looked at it. It was, I was bleeding like crazy. Um, I had, I had all a bunch of teeth marks all over, all over my ass. Uh, and I don't know, they put some hydroperoxide on some band-aids. I think covered it up and it was fine after a while or something. But, um, what did they do with that dog? They put it down after it bit you. Yeah. Because they just, they realized, I, I think there was more to the story, like of the dog itself. And I had, it had problems or they got it from someone else who had problems sure. and 
Uh, it wasn't the first time I think the dog sort of like attacked somebody. Um, that's always the case. And, was, it, and like the, the, yeah, it just couldn't be like controlled or trained, I think too well. And they tried, I think and all this stuff. So they, might, they, might have been they yeah, they had to put it like down and stuff. That's horrible. I think it's uh, horrible. It's sad. Like I felt bad because they, they put the dog down, you know, like that, yeah. you know, even as a kid, you know, it's like even being bit. I was like, dude, that's, it's not, that sucks. it's not on anyone, but it is the right move. I think in those instances, apparently this dog that had scalped this woman, Kristen went back and looked at the emergency room notes and, uh, the guy's brother had been in the hospital for an emergency shoulder surgery. Cause the dog had lunged at him like a couple of days before. Yeah. So the writing was on the wall. Yeah, exactly. So this woman yeah. didn't have to have her face torn off by a dog because right. the guy had, I mean, it, it had done significant, like, ligament damage. Yeah. So I think at that point, you're like, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I'm there was sure, that story I'm about sure the- there's, a, I'm sure there's, there's a trainer out there that's like, no dog needs to be put down. Every dog can be rescued yeah. but i don't think everybody has the time or patience to do it so no then or the resources you, i mean that's yeah. why a lot of dogs get euthanized because there's they can't find them homes you know like yeah. that's so terribly tragic and sad and, and like upsetting but yeah. um it's also the reality of like like all these people have been buying there's a story now that all these people have been buying uh you know pandemic dogs basically or getting pandemic dogs the last year to have company. Now everyone's going back to work or whatever. Now they can't take care of the dog and yeah. they're getting rid of the dog. Also dogs. known as my fucking next door neighbor. This son of a bitch. Oh, I will fucking murder him. So this guy, fucking hippie, piece of shit, like always wearing hippie pants. I, I like, I hate this fucking dude. He's just gross, <laughs> ponytail. Hacky, is he hacking? He's like a ha- He's a total, he's a, he's like a runner. Like he's mm-hmm. like a, a stinky hippie runner. Mm-hmm. Like he has a ponytail, yeah. but he's always wearing like his little jogging shorts. Short shorts, yeah. I can't get into it, man. I've never even learned his name, and I know everyone's name in my neighborhood. But he got a fucking dog, some gross dog, which is not like it's fine. But I never have seen him walk the dog, mm. and and now he's going back to work, and and he clearly crates the dog, and the dog just cries all day now. I can hear the fucking yeah. dog in the, he's my next door neighbor. He's not right. Like right. I could hear the dog through the fucking wall. Like we, you know, it's two right. brick buildings next to each yeah. other. Yeah. I can hear the dog. Cause this guy was like pandemic. I need a buddy. Oh, what's up? And now this fucking dog is in a crate eight to nine hours a day. And then I don't even ever see him walk it. And I'm like, fuck this guy. I fucking yeah. hate this motherfucker. I hate him. Maybe, Maybe we should uh, go over there and put him in the crate. See how he likes it. Yeah. Yeah. Won't be able to run free. Yeah. Kristen's ready to say something. I think that would be hilarious because she's like the <laughs> least con- <laughs> confrontational person I know. <laughs> but she won't let me do it because I'm overly confrontational. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would be much better kind of coming from her because she can kind of work through it maybe better instead of just yelling at the guy. Yeah. I just yell. I, yeah. go, I go right to yell. Yeah, I, I go right to an embarrassing amount of yelling. Right, from zero to sixty. Yeah, I did it this yeah. morning. I yelled at a parking guy. <laughs> the park guy? No, this guy. Uh, it doesn't matter. I yelled okay. at a fucking guy at daycare. I yelled at a guy at daycare, the, <laughs> like the most serene place on earth. I straight up called him an asshole, and then I was like, pretended I was talking to my son. I was like, Roscoe, don't worry. That man is just utilizing the little authority he has in the most aggressive way possible because he's short. 
and it makes him feel tall. I was like, <laughs> this guy was getting fucking livid. But I'm like, I'm just talking to a baby, man. I'm just explaining people to my child. Now Wait, I, does he work at the daycare? Yeah, he's a fucking security guard. He's a fucking uh, asshole. Gotcha. He's an asshole. He's just, he's just a fucking rent-a-cop asshole. Anyway. Yep. We've done anyway. it. We've managed to kill 16 minutes of this podcast Perfect. talking about actually nothing. I want uh, Anne to... I want, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dogs are not nothing, okay? Dogs are important. Dogs are incredibly important. Yeah. I said it once. I said it a million times. <laughs> Kate Moss has gotten me through. I, she, I owe her everything. She got me through Wait. Trump. She got me through COVID. Like she just, She's, my, she's my, my number one pride and joy. I love her more. I, I mean, yesterday, I got, she's on the floor. I go and like get on the floor with her and she rests her head on my head. And I would, and I just said like, I love you so fucking much. Like I just do. <laughs> like I just, I know she, I, know. Make, she, I just love her so much. Yep. So yep. yeah, dogs are not nothing. They're, they're great. I felt bad for putting the dog in daycare for like four of the last five days uh, because I was working. Yeah. It's hard. And yeah. And I was like, oh God, like I, uh, anyway, what, you know what I sort of don't understand about people with dogs though, too, what? is that they don't let their dogs sort of be friendly or have interaction with humans as they walk by you. That's a, I mean, that's a weird New York thing. That no, is, yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's a, I don't see that anywhere else. That's a, that's oh, a total okay. new. That, Cause we were in this, we were, I was working. It was, it's a, it's like a square, but it kind of looks like there's like a little park kind of thing. It's like trees and some grass and some whatever else, bushes and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of, uh, and it's a, it's a huge place where there's, there's dozens of dozens of people all day long walking their dogs mm-hmm. morning, noon and night. And they all come by and they're coming right past us where we, where we are. And the, the dog is obviously wants to come say hi. And they just kind of grab, you know, they pull on it, the leash and they're like, no, no, no. You know, they, they keep walking. That's and they're like, I, I wanted to say hi to that dog. I know, but they don't want to say hi to you. The people. I don't want to say hi to them either. The people don't want to say hi to you. They've got places to go. Yeah, but that's go. fine. We don't have to. I don't want to say They've hi to those people. They've got deals to close. Yeah. They've got deals right? to close. Like, why is there going. not something? You How can you not understand that maybe the person just wants to say hi to the dog and you don't that, have to fucking dog? That does not exist in Pittsburgh, PA. If you walk in a dog and somebody wants to say hi, you fucking let them go. Like, unless it's like a mean dog, obviously. But like, obviously. the dog park here is like where I've met half of the people I know in the world. Like, they're everyone here, like, that's why when the neighbor, the next door, the other next door neighbor put up, don't pee, like no dogs in the like weird flower beds and at the base of the public trees, everybody's like, fuck that lady. Fuck yeah. Lori. Yeah. Lori. Lori. <laughs> you know me. Oh man. Lori. She's a cunt. I hate her. Well, that's a story for another day. Fucking Lori. Okay, great. We got both got stories. Yeah. We got, well, my story's not Look forward be nearly to as good as your child abuse story. Chris, I got uh you know what so we were talking about your your work your your job just now right mm-hmm. we were were we not were we just talking about yeah, some work which yep. was for the tribeca film festival and you uh you had which meant you got to see some films correct yeah not some not good ones not good ones there so, was one good one so you had you had uh you had texted me and asked me if i knew about ali balula balala balala Bulala. Bolala. Ali Bolala. It's a Swedish skateboarder. Um, yeah, I had a from like li- the 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I had a limited knowledge of him. Like, I wasn't really following skateboarding at that yeah. point in time. But I remember yeah. him being in other magazines, like lifestyle magazines, like details and shit like that. Because like, he was oh. kind of like a he was kind of like a model skateboarder, like a real rebel skateboarder. Yeah. And kind of punk rock kind of dude. Um, yeah. 
thought he was the shit. So it set it up. There was a movie about him, correct? Yeah, so there, there was a documentary uh, that it took eight, uh, eight years in the making, which was incredible, I think. Well, I um, think that that's because they've been fucking begging for funding for the last eight years. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, so anyway, this guy, he, he was, I guess he was pretty big, or he became pretty big, and he was a really good skater. Uh, he kind of got into that. They were skating with um, uh, some brand, skateboard brand. I can't even remember the name of it because I never heard of it before, which oh, I thought was also interesting. But they were big, and they were traveling all over the world skating. And there was a group of like six or eight of them or something like that. And then uh, after a few years, they were in Australia and him and a buddy were totally drunk and wasted and got on a motorcycle and they crashed the motorcycle and they hit like a pole or something. And the buddy who was on the back, he flew literally into the side of a building Yeah. Uh, and basically died. The guy was Shane Cross, who was also a skateboarder. Yep. Uh, they were in Melbourne. They were like kind of like brothers or like, you know, big brother, little brother scenario. They, they, they really had a bond and, and connected with each other. They were both, he, he, he Shane looked up to Ollie. Um, they were both trashed. They're both it, trashed. And it, and it wasn't like a, just a typical drunk drive. Like they were dicking around. Like, yeah. They were dicking around on the bike, like up and down the street. And like yeah. his, the buddies were saying that they were in the apartment or whatever and like listening and they could hear them. And all of a sudden they heard like the crash and the bang and they all ran out. And like Shane was on the ground. There's like blood everywhere. And all, uh, uh, Ollie was like just on the, uh, he was on the ground as well. And then it turns out he, so his, the buddy, died, the kid died. Ollie was in a coma. Right. And badly hurt. And he was in a coma for four a really months. long time. Four months. Four months. And, uh, and then he came out of it and was all messed up and like, hey, he has like, he has no memory basically of his of Did his he go to license. jail? He went to jail for like two years, I think. Okay. Uh, he was banned from Australia. He can't go back. Okay. Uh, he had, or he said he'd have to like apply and stuff and whatnot. He was in jail. So then he had like sense of rehab. He, he could still see like, he's not quite right. He like, he, he has a hard time, like kind of talking and forming sentences and like focusing and paying attention to stuff. He has absolutely no memory of his past in skateboarding. Basically. He, he remembers a few of the guys he has like, basically he has coffee mugs of uh, coffee mugs of every, uh, country and, and city he's been in. And that's the only way he can remember that he was like, Oh yeah, I've been in like, you know, Rome and, and like New York and Florida and stuff. And it's like, it's really weird. It's kind of sad and tragic. And, and it was, uh, it was basically kind of a, a part of it was his life to kind of now after that and, and how he's just trying to manage and live. I bet he's very, uh, sad that he did that. He's terribly sad. He was terribly depressed. He got back into drugs and alcohol and stuff. So he was messed up for a really long time after that. And that was like 2000, uh, 2012, I think when he got out of jail or something like that. Um, so it's been a long time and it's like this, and he's, he's sort of the, the one interesting thing I, I sort of took away from that, that movie is that all of his other friends and the skaters that, and they interviewed all of them, his buddies is like, they're all like, so, um, like sort of not dumb. I don't want to say dumb, but they just, they, Basic. like they're, they're just idiots still. Yeah. So this, so this is what I kind of wanted to get into. Yeah. So. Skateboarding culture, right? So, like, just to give you a little bit of backstory on this guy, like, he was a part of the Flip skateboard crew. That's what it was. Uh, his little his his personal crew was the PDs. They were the pissed drunks. <laughs> and that's like, that was the thing is like being like dickheads. I mean, you're like twenty. Being, being you like know. dickheads. Yeah, they were like, oh, like fucking, you know. And and the thing is, is like skateboarding has like harnessed and and accepted and nurtured that shitty behavior 
since the inception, since yeah, L.A. in the seventies, kind of. It's counterculture rebellious, but it's also super white, super male, super misogynistic. I don't know if you remember Big Brother magazine, but it was basically a nudie mag. It was like dudes pissing on girls, and it was like ha ha ha. Like it's prank culture. It's where like Jackass came out of, and Bam Margera, all this like super broy. But like they're like we're not bros, but you're just bros. It's bros. It's it's jocks in a different light. Yeah, you know, it's jocks exactly. with different pants on. They just have long hair and don't shower. And, and this idea that like skateboarders are like it's super exclusionary. They're yeah. they're it's a total bully culture. Like yeah. there's this like you're a poser, I'm a skater, like fucking let's go, let's ride. Like it's all white dudes. It's dude it's dicks <laughs> out. It's let's get fucked up. Let's right. and all in the all in the face of like doing something rebellious, all in the face of anarchy, all in the face right. of all, all right. you know, and it's fucking tired. It's tired. Yeah. Yeah. We're fifty fucking years into skateboard culture, and it's it's tired. I mean, there is the X Games vert, like there is the like athlete side of it, sure, and then there's the super goody two shoe Tony Hawk, like let's just get money side yeah. of it. But it doesn't mean that they're that Tony Hawk or those X Game people aren't also complacent or a part of what is a a sport that's rooted in masochistic shitty exclusionary bully fucking behavior like i'm fucking tired of this idea that like skateboarding is like oh my kid skateboards so he's pretty cool he's got a lot of hair it's not like those other jocks who are like men like fuck that! Like skateboarders are the worst jocks. They're fucking. Yeah. They're and believe me, I like skateboarding. Don't get me wrong. All about Bones Brigade. Have my fucking Mike McGill skateboard. I could do a decent ollie. I like, but I'm not a fucking skater. I never identified as a skater. I never right. had a stab go over my fucking eye or any of that shit. But like, I I just think you have to recognize like that it's a it's a it's a it's very packed culture. It's it's it's. It, so it, it, so it highlights I, all of the shittiness. Right. And then you've got these fuck and people just it, it, to this day. Like, they don't I, grow out of it. They'd never fucking grow out of it. I fucking I, I and the thing is, is like they act like they're not that. Like right. that's what sucks the most right. about skateboarders is they fucking pretend that they're not like that. They're they're not in a clique. They right. act like they're not in a clique. Like they've right. they've fallen into this like, oh, we're the counterculture, bro. Like, right. it's like, no, you, you are the jocks. You are the yeah. bullies. You are the assholes. There's how long has it been for women to try to, how long has it taken for women to try to break into that sport? Like, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. It's, there's very few minorities. Mm-hmm. I think it's become more global and therefore it has like diversified yeah. because of that. And that's probably right. has to do with like X games and whatever other fucking energy drink sponsored type of skateboarding things there are. But like, <laughs> The culture sucks. The fucking culture yeah. sucks. I fucking hate skate culture. And I hate the idea that like this Ali Balala guy gets a fucking movie. It's another shitty skateboarder who gets a movie. Skateboarders well, are on par with fucking WWF wrestlers in shitty life stories that get made into documentaries. Like mm-hmm. you look at fucking Mark Gator. He's got yeah. one. Like there yeah. are so many fucking. Yeah. Like l- look up the fucking laundry list of skateboarders who have fucked fucked their lives up, killed people, yeah. fucking raped people. Like it's a, it goes on, the list goes on and on. And it's, it's they're, they're the fucking, 
they're the counterculture's WWF wrestlers. They all have fucked up lives. Yep. They all are hanging on to youthful glory. I fucking see an old skateboarder. I see a skateboarder in their 50s. I want to yep. fucking cry. I fucking hate Thrasher clothing. I hate it. Anybody <laughs> that wears a shirt that says fucking Thrasher, I fuck it. Like, who's fucking reading Thrasher magazine? Like, <laughs> like Is it who, still in publication? I, yeah. But, like, where? Like, and and Thrasher magazine is also built on that same misogynistic fucking right. same misogynistic right. culture, the fucking trans world and Big Brother and all those other shitty fucking skateboard magazines like came out of like it's you know what Sports Illustrated never had naked fucking bitches like it's just I, I've I'm sorry but like I, it needs to be said like like this they they I'm I hate it I hate how okay. fucking like cooler than thou of a fucking skateboard world. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And they're not, and then they're not actually. So what, what I found interesting though, too, and, and I, I completely agree with you with everything you said. Um, and it was so watching like, so they were, t- they were, so the, all these guys in the movie and, and the guys who were there sort of experienced the accident. They're still talking about, man, that was like so gnarly. There was like blood everywhere. And it was like, just crazy. You know, like it was, it was like, it was gnarly, man. You know, he's like, he's like, uh, you know, like we've never talked about it since or something. I'm like, yeah, see, that's like, you guys can't, they're still acting like they're 20 years old and they're fucking 45, 50 years yeah, old. With their stupid dad. Yeah. And, the, and there was like the, 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 the videographer guy, skater dude was like still talking. Uh, like they can't talk about how bad that was. That's that had that moment in time was and how tragic it was. And they just, it's they their, still use like the same lingo. It's and, their glory and, days. It's right, their fucking glory it's like, days. Jesus Christ. Now I will say though, is, um, Ollie was the only one who they interviewed and was talking about it, who is, who was sort of like that sorrow, melancholy, uh, sort of regret. And that he was so very introspective and had sort of those, those sort of life perspective things where he starts well, he talking to, about this. You got to sit in a fucking cell and think about it. Yeah. Yeah. In a hospital the- for months. It took him like, it took him literally like at least three or four months to sort of like, you know, in the hospital, just sort of working through stuff in, in his brain and whatnot too, and everything. It was like so, like he's the only one that has sort of any sort of sort of introspection and and ability to be like um, put any sort of at least you know common sense and thought into any of this in his life and this whole thing. And it was real. That was my biggest takeaway. It was that like something tragic like that needs to happen to them as that culture directly. Otherwise, they sort of just keep shrugging it off and like smoking their cigarettes and going, well, whatever, I guess. I don't know. You know, I guess that was really tragic. We're all trying to deal with it, you know, but you're not. And it's that's the thing is what I find it so like hypocritical about the entire like skateboard world is that it's like, oh, bro, we're just here for the fun, man. Like, don't worry. Like, come on. Mellow out. Like, it's like they were. They were literally like days after that, there was a funeral and the whole thing. And they're, they're all at the skate park drinking. Yeah. Getting drunk. And what, after this accident where these guys were just drunk. Uh, and then they try to do like, uh, they try to do like a videos for the, for his parents, the dude's parents. And they're like, Oh yeah, he was cool dude, man. He was awesome. He was a real hell of a skater and stuff. That, that's all they could basically say. Like they so, don't even know each other. So why was this fucking movie made? Uh, I think, I mean, my take, I mean, from my perspective, it, it was made because of the tragedy of it. And then what that guy's right, kind the of tragedy of it. So here right, we are. And that, what that, that one guy in Ollie's life since then has become and, and, and what he has had to sort of deal with. And that they did a good job of kind of showing that and portraying that. And like he, you know, you could tell like he was, he was in a really bad place. He was in a dark place. 
he still is, and he's still trying to, you know, deal with it and trying to come to some terms of like his life still, you know, that like how he survived and 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 why and all those kinds of things. And to me, that was sort of the sort of interesting thing. Um, and and that was literally like not even like the last half of the movie kind of thing too. Unfortunately, I think they tried to like humanize him, you know, like a little too much with all the skate buddies and all that stuff, and you know, like try to make him a person. So was he there? Was this Ali Balula guy, that Balala guy there? He wasn't there, but they did like they tell, they also did. This is the other stupid thing they did. They did a stupid online Q and A, but it was it was pre recorded. Yeah, and it was the director, some old French dude who's a, either a journalist or a a, a documentarian himself. And then Ollie, and it was it was one of the most awkward, horrible uh, interview type Q and A things I've ever done because the, the 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 I don't know why they got this old ass French dude to interview them and ask him questions because his questions were absolutely terrible. He knows nothing about skateboarding. Um, and then every time he tried to ask Ollie something, the he, the guy had such a hard time to try to like form thoughts and sentences. And he was like the other time he was just staying in there like blankly, like staring at the screen. And I you, I mean I sort of felt bad for him in that sense too that. Like he just, there's just nothing there almost. It's really weird. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's sad. That is sad. But not as sad, but anyway. not as, sad as the guy that died. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, know, it's, right. so this kind of like, this is a similar, like, this is what happened to Vince Neal, right? Like he, yeah. uh, he got trashed and drove his car and killed his best friend and everyone was like, you're the worst. And he's yeah. like, I wish I would have died. But Vince Neal is doing fine. Yeah. Uh, Ali is, sounds like he's still pretty roughed up from it. Yeah, he's still. I mean, I think he lives on his what? own. I don't give a fuck. I, just I don't either. Don't give like it, a fuck. I don't care. Like, and that's what fucking blows me away is that this guy has dedicated his life to fucking make a vi- a movie about a fucking skateboarder who's a and and this is if he that if he didn't fucking kill someone, right. would not have a have fucking movie fight. made after yeah. about him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is the stupidest part of this. That is the stupidest part, right? Because I, yeah, I, I did kind of at the end. I was like, well, I, I, I really don't know what the purpose of that movie was. Like, why did they make that movie? Like, he's not doing, he's not doing something, you know, to try to, uh, you know, um, the betterment of like kids or skateboarding or or try to like, you know, you know, he's not going and talking and speaking to people. He probably can't, obviously, but, you know, like there's no. There's no initiative there for him to sort of, uh, you know, he's just trying to live his life now, basically. Um, it, which, so it's like, yeah, I'm like, there's no, there, there didn't seem to be a, a sort of a big ultimate purpose of like telling this story. To yeah. Me. I mean, shit happens. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But like, you're not the only one. Like yeah. other people should, you know, deserve probably better stories. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted to get that off my chest and I'm glad you talked about it too. Uh, so should I see this movie? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I'll give it two thumbs down. Okay. No. Uh, did it feel, I'll ask you this. Did the movie feel like it were like really trying to stretch it out? Like, yeah, what? it was a long movie. There was way too many interviews about they, basically they just kept going in circles about with escape buddies about just saying how like awesome Ollie was. And he was like the life of the party. And he was always, everyone wanting to hang out with him. And that was cool. And, and he was cool. And they literally, they just like every like 10, 15 minutes, they would just have like another buddy interview him. And that's all he would, that's all he could say too. Sounds great. Yeah. 
I'm a, it was it, yeah, it was it was a lot of like sort of you know self masturbation kind of in a way. Sounds like know. a skateboarder, uh, which is funny because the director guy is not a skater. He didn't really he knew of Ollie and his story basically, but he he's not a skater. He wasn't had anything to do with that culture or anything, and yet he decided to make this movie, and this is what he turned out. And it was that's I thought it was also an interesting thing too. Interesting, but not. Yeah, like I don't know if he just decided, like, I'll we're making this, but this is my only angle at this point. He thought he maybe could get something else out of it, and maybe this is all he could get out of it, and Uh, that was unfortunate. Were people at the at the screening? This will be the last question that's related to this. Uh, Yeah, it was a full house. Uh, It was was, seats were full. Yeah, it was. um, Go for this guy. uh, Unfortunately, this was the best movie I saw of like the six movies I watched. I mean, the reality of the Tribeca Film Festival is that the movies always suck. Like barely anything comes out of there that. Usually there's a few good documentaries. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, like something, I don't know. It's also, I, I was also talking to someone else about it, that, you know, this year is probably the hardest about getting movies out within the last year and made and, and actually, you know, edited and for, to show. It's probably not a lot to choose from. I guess. I don't yeah. care. Right. All right, Chris, let's talk about sports that are actual okay. sports. No, not skateboarding is an actual sport. Of course it is. Skateboarding is a great sport. I don't. I don't say don't do skateboarding. Just don't be a dick about it. Just be. A Wait, I want to talk about Hawaiian clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about that real quick because we're we'll, we'll breeze through these NBA games and sports here. You brought up Hawaiian clothing. I want to know what that's all about. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> this show's so fucking stupid. Uh, okay, so I was just thinking about this, like. So, aloha shirts, as they're known in Hawaii, or Hawaiian shirts, as they're known everywhere else but Hawaii, right? Mm-hmm. What are, what's the criteria to wearing an aloha shirt or a Hawaiian shirt, which is the same thing, a Tommy Bahama shirt or whatever? Not giving a fuck. That's it? Do you, have to be, so. do you have to be of a certain age? Like, do you have to be over 40 or over 50 for that matter? No. Okay, so anybody no. can wear them. now. Yeah. So I have I my thing is is like I have a couple of Aloha shirts. Yeah. Because like it's based in Hawaii, like that like one of them I got because I was going to a Thanksgiving dinner at a friend's house. Like they're like if you wear one, it's kind of formal wear. Like in in mm-hmm. to Hawaiians, you can wear an Aloha shirt, and especially Anywhere. a nice one. You wear it to graduation. You wear it to a wedding. Like you can get away with it. Pretty much anywhere, but it can't be like one of these like stupid, like hula girl ones that like tourists wear, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like just like more flowery or something, and not not like it's a, a le- there's not like a picturesque. It's more understated. Sort of- it usually has muted colors. Yeah, it'll have like right. you know the palm leaves or something right. like that. A couple like single tone or a two tone. Yeah, or three, exactly like right. Something. Yeah, right. exactly right. Now, uh, so you think that like not giving a fuck? I th- I think like it's it's first of all it's hard to pull off. Yes, and uh, and usually I, it's fat, overweight, white dude, right. middle-aged white dude. I've definitely, I've definitely embraced the Aloha shirt as I've gotten fatter. There's no doubt about that. If, it, <laughs> if it's a, it's like a, it's like, oh, hey, 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 this is pretty comfy. <laughs> this hides my belly bump. Yeah, this, I could untuck it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cannot tuck a Hawaiian shirt you or a Aloha shirt. Th- shirt. That would be crazy. Yeah, you that could, would be insane. That would be insane. That would be blasphemous. Okay. So that was one part. That's part one. So you're saying okay. age doesn't matter, chubbiness does, and certainly not giving a fuck. 
Yeah, I think more so that yeah, because most people you you see wearing them, and again, it goes back to the you know middle aged white dudes. Like they're not trying to like they're 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 just wearing they're they're just wearing those shirts. They're rocking those shirts like that's what they wear like five to six times a day or a, a week, days a week. Okay, now like they 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 chose. There's a lifestyle sort of decision they made there, something along the way, and they're just like I'm wearing these shirts all the time. I now, do you remember? There's an episode of The Simpsons where <laughs> where where Homer, like basically, they they're they're like uh, Homer says, "There's only two kinds of guys who wear Hawaiian shirts: gay guys and big fat party animals." Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you believe that? I don't know. I don't remember gay guys being a part of the Hawaiian shirt thing. No, no, no. no. But I Never. do think it's a funny thing to say. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, uh, it's totally not true. Party and if it's party animals. It's sort of like a party animals in like the um, like the weird eight, like Florida orgy like party animals. Oh, I was thinking more like John Belushi, like let's party. Oh, you know. uh, yeah, maybe. But that was like seventy years ago or something. So <laughs> I don't care. Um, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I love Hawaiian shirts. I only, well, technically, I only probably own one like proper true one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's blue and white. That's it. It's kind of got the palm leaves. When do you wear it? When do you, when does it come out? Usually if like, if we're going to like a vacation where it's like war, if it's like, you know, it's like beach, it's a vacation shirt. Yeah. It's more vacation. shirt. every once in a while, I'll just sort of wear it because I don't like if I like even in like Vermont or something, I'll just wear it because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And I'll just kind of wear it because I just want to wear something like that. It's also a little more silkier material or like a rayon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's. No, because be- some of the other ones, they, I, it's either like linen or whatever the, the material is, and I don't find them as comfortable and as nice though either. You want that? You want that silky rayon? Yeah, I, I need. Yeah, I need. A, I need that kind of wispy kind of feel to it. You know, yeah. like it, the it's wind blows fit. a little bit, and that shirt's gonna blow a little it's bit. Got, you know, it's got. I don't want it stiffy, starchy. You want it loose off the shoulders. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, loose around the 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 collar a little bit too. You know, a couple of buttons done. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, you would never you wear a shirt you under up a Hawaiian shirt. You can't wear an undershirt under a Hawaiian no, shirt either. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. Now yeah. the other part of Hawaiian clothing that has also been appropriated by Americans are what Americans call flip flops, what mainlanders call flip flops, and what mm. Hawaiians call uh, sandals. <laughs> okay. Right. That's what you don't. No one says flip flop. Only stupid howlies. Like Like you just it's sandals or slippers. Slipper, so slip, so you could, it's your slipper or your sandal. Slipper more than anything. It's like your slip us, bro. You got slippers, right. not right. flip flops. Slippers. Uh, but I was something popped in my head the other day that I remember faintly as a child. The flip flops were also called thongs. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yep, yep, I do. Fucking weird, right? Yeah. Thongs. Yeah, thongs. Yo, thong, get, a, thong, thong. Get, get a pair of thongs. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think people call flip flops thongs anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't think they do either. Because a thong is clearly something that goes up your butt crack, not between yeah. your toes. Yeah. But I'm so grateful to hear that you had also heard of them be called thongs. I'm going to bring it back, I think. It's actually, yeah, it's a narrow strip of leather or other material you just use as fastening. Whoa. As a fastening. Or as the lash of a whip. Ooh, hey. Oh, hello. Hey. <laughs> Flog or lash with a whip. Now, can oh you picture God. this? 
<laughs> wearing a thong and yep. thongs with a whip. <laughs> now you're talking a three yeah. throng. Yeah. A tri throng. Tri thong. Tri thong. <laughs> three thong. It's the holy grail it's of the thong. holy grail of thongs. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be incredible! It would look now that's great. a fetish. That is oh, somebody's done that. Oh God, I hope so. Somebody loves thongs. I, you know, the people are always like, I don't like the way that uh, the thing, the material fits between my toes or whatever. Right. Uh, you get over it. You learn to live with it. It I, depends on the material. I can't like the hard, like plasticky ones of the flip flops. I don't like because it does rub in between the toes and usually kind of like chafes and stuff. Yeah, but then so you I don't c- do those. But then it works. I mean, I'm a slide guy. You know. Oh, I know. I can't help it. I love them. Always have. Love slides. See, I can't walk in those. I need, I need the the separation on the toe to kind of hold it in in place better. But you're a thong guy. I know you love flip flops. You wear that shits on a subway, which is crazy to me. But (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, you're right. You live your life. I think Hawaii made a big impression when I went there as as a teenager and stuff because I love Hawaiian shirts and flip flops. Yeah, slippers, uh, sandals. Aloha so shirts and slippers, or what? American? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. That is that's cool. I'm glad you. Uh, uh, that's so but that's, I'm not crazy. See, like, but I don't own a f- closet full of fucking Aloha shirts either, though, right? No. And I'm not wearing these bright, loud colors and all that kind of crap. Like, I I appreciate it and I respect. Well, that. I so there's a, so there's like Tommy Bahama shirts. I think they're like very expensive, or like Ren's very Spoon, expensive. Ren Spooner is another brand. Like they're in the hundreds of dollars. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So I think that there is a there are some like like moneyed dudes like white suburban guys that buy them yes even if they're ugly because they know that if somebody sees them in a tommy bahama shirt they know they've spent a hundred fifty dollars it's basically just dressing up the shitty polo that they're used to wearing symbol of yeah yeah of dressing it's a status symbol of dressing down yeah it's a status exact wow well said it's a status symbol of it's the dress down status symbol i hate it i hate it in that regard like i see that guy yeah, with a fucking cigar. Yeah, and like just di- just douching around a yeah. backyard. Yeah, like I with like the with like the woven Panama hats. Yeah, ugh, gross. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, that's that guy can go fuck himself. That mm-hmm. guy, that guy is appropriating a culture. As far them, as yeah, them and the fucking skaters can go both like fuck. They're himself. the same fucking dude, basically. Yeah, they're the same dude. Yeah, just different looks. Do you wear polo shirts? No, no, I can't. And it's because strictly of polo. Oh, really? The brand polo. I can't stand fucking polo. Oh, I'm not against the brand polo, but I hate polo shirts. Oh, I I hate the little fucking polo logo and everyone's got to wear a fucking polo shirt. You know, it's like, oh, it's bullshit. Oh, the polo logo, really, that offends you. I I just don't like that look. That's another status symbol. I don't like that fucking, that like... Like I wear these in my khaki pants. Like I don't yeah, like the khaki pants. I don't yeah. like the like the collar that gets all floppity and like yeah. they've got the three buttons. Like and I the khaki c- pants too. I like, could never wear. I could never pants. pull that off. And when the people tuck it in, I just don't get it. Like it doesn't look good. Yeah, like, I don't tuck in. I yeah. Why do fat guys tuck in their mm. their polo shirts into their pants with a belt? Like it's so weird. And they're and they're like. Cell phone holder, like the whole. Yeah. Oh, why is God. that considered an okay look? I don't understand Ugh. it. And the and the sleeveless flannel or uh, 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 vest thing, the um, oh, the, the uh, fucking tech vest. Don't fucking get me. Yeah, started. not flannel, but the uh, the, the polar fucking, fleece. Yeah, the fleece. Ugh, yeah. that's the worst. Those guys can go Jesus. fuck themselves. Yeah, right. yeah, right. They all need to get in a car accident. They do with Alibaba. 
Alibalaba. <laughs> let's talk about sports right. quickly. I've got one right, quick. I've got one more quick fix to the to MLB. This one's quick. I know you don't like my MLB fixes, but this I love them. This one is it. This one's quick. So you know that everyone's like, "Oh, the ball! Don't tamper spider the ball! Tack. Don't put don't put spider tack on it." Like you know, you rosin or whatever, like changes the ball velocity or rotation. Once again, it's it's about not about cheating, but not knowing that they're cheating. Right. I have an idea. What if every pitcher just did it? <laughs> yeah. What are they gonna do? I suspend think every all. Do it. Suspend all the pitchers. Yeah. Just I say, just do it. Fucking do it. And if they ban it, then just keep doing it. And then what? Then you you just find something. MLB is gonna not- MLB is gonna suspend all of the fucking players. They're gonna suspend all the pitchers. Like if everybody does it, it's like a unified front. Right. And it doesn't fucking matter. Like who cares? I think the stupidest thing, even more stupid than this whole thing, is that the public perception now is all that, like that is 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 that they're well they're cheating, right? So they have to make this. They made this made this change because the public perception took it. Baseball hit. is cheating, right? So it's all the fans who who are the, the purest of this game is is, is outraged at the this. The pearl like, this is, clutching. Don't you know fucking, what baseball is? The pearl clutching fucking baseball fan can go fuck themselves. I. Who cares? Like who cares? This is the literally they treat the, the ball sport where you, you have to use, cheat. You can't even use the ball. You can't even just be like, "Oh, I got a new baseball. It has to be rubbed with Georgia clay and put in a fucking humidor." And like, and baseball is always tampering with it out in the anyway. open. They're juicing it themselves. Yeah, they the ball like it's so dumb. Like just everybody can just use it. Just go ahead and use it, even if they say you can't do it anyway. Like fucking, who cares? They can't. They can't bust every pitcher, because if they do, what? Is, who's gonna? Who's gonna pitch 162 games? Also, also, just because they use some of the stuff in the rosin or the pine tar or whatever, like, like people still get hits and hit home runs off those pitchers and stuff. Like, so it's not like they're just. It's like a completely unfair advantage with these pitchers using yeah. this foreign substances. Baseball, like they're still the players are still hitting 300. Like, there's it's not the, you know, the what's ruining baseball is the shift, and baseball doesn't know how to deal with it. So, they're like, Oh, let's focus on spider tack. Like, yeah, so stupid. Look, it's fucking, it's fucking, uh, what's the other thing they're using? They're using suntan lotion with the rosin because the rosin doesn't work in itself because that stuff is pointless and useless. Yeah, unless it's like hot and humid out. So if you can't, like, you need to add a little substance to that to make it a little more sticky so you can grab, grip the ball. Totally get it. You should be able to grip the ball. Like, if you can't grip the ball, like, that's, that seems really sort of, because they're too, like you said, because they haven't been treated or rubbed down or whatever, because, like, it's just, just let them use some fucking shit, you know? Like, stop with this. Oh, this is so stupid. I agree. Anyway, I, that was my fix well, to Or that. what? You know what? Find some other substances that the pitchers can use to illegally use that, that the baseball commissioner doesn't fucking know about quite yet or you know the fucking public fans don't quite know that they have some little stuff on their pants that they can kind of rub once in a while when they need to you put snot on the ball yeah yeah (laughs) spit on it you can't even put spit on like spit oh my god spit is like the like they used to cheat with spitting like come on man spitball spitball like really it was it that it was that effective where no one else could ever get a hit off that guy because he was using a little bit of spit i mean baseball is just fucking dumb it's just dumb. Okay. So that's just be out in the open and public with all this cheating. Like, you know what? I think people would actually enjoy that and make the game funner in a way. 
Yeah, I the game should be cheating. The game yeah. is always. Been you know cheating. what? People would be talking about it. They would be arguing about it back and forth, all that stuff, and it would be there would be a lot more dialogue and in, in, probably in the news about baseball. People, it might actually bring more interest back in the game. Well, it's that we're just getting ahead of ourselves. I don't think it's worth. Oh, it. You can't. I know you. Hate, it baseball drives you crazy. It. I hate it too. But I've just been looking for ways to fix it. It just seems so basic and simple to me. But it's it's what the legacy of the ML, MLB is going to be scandal and they don't no one has the foresight to figure that out be it PEDs be it gambling be it Pete Rose be it what have you yeah it's all whole, like that's the, the legacy of the sport based on scandal yeah and and under and the fact that there's no salary cap that every team can win based on the amount of money they want to spend like the whole thing's fucked there is no th- there the I think there's like a big collective bargaining agreement that has to happen this off season. So I would be surprised if there's an MLB season next year and it won't even matter. Like these people couldn't even get their shit together to like play during <laughs> COVID. Like they, the, the owners and the yeah. players hate each other yeah. so fucking much. Right. So much. Let's talk about, which sports. is, which is incredible because based on like basically football and all the issues, I know you social think, right? issues and that, you know, revolving around that sport and the baseball has the worst relationship I know. ever. You'd think the one that's like a contact free sport, the one where yeah, play, p- players, we're all basically like 90% play, white players dudes. can get paid and, yeah, as much as they possibly knee. want. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's incredible. Uh, all right, Chris, let's talk about basketball quickly. Uh, breaking news. You'll hear it her first. This is before words <laughs> can get on it. Uh, Kawhi is going to miss the rest of the series against the jazz. What? Yep. He's Are you a, serious? He's got a knee injury. Yep. So DraftKings doesn't have a fucking line for the game tonight because they're trying to figure out how to handicap it. If you got, I got Clippers plus seven. Uh, yeah, it was it was Clippers plus two and a half a minute ago. So okay, they're definitely that's a Kawhi. That's Kawhi is uh is worth five and a half, I guess, or two. No, sorry, five. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing the lines though. I, uh, I am not seeing the lines. What lines? What do you mean? I'm not seeing the lines for the for for NBA tonight. Oh, I got them. You want me to tell them? Yeah, you do it for a change. That'd be all nice. right. Yeah, that sounds great. All right, starting the, the uh, early game, 7:40 p.m. is the early game. Hawks in Philly. Hawks are getting six and a half points. Yeah. Now, uh, Embiid's a little banged up. It's he was kind of struggling a little bit there at the back, end. Back. His back, his his meniscus, whatever it is. Uh, this, I was a little surprised about that. I was a little surprised that they, that they lost that game, but then I, I, I didn't realize it. I was actually working, so I didn't really get to see much of it. And then, um, and then, it, uh, I, you know, at, later I found out that, you know, Embiid's pretty much, uh, limping around there and probably is not going to be able to get back to full strength when, after a couple of days rest. It doesn't matter. They should have won that game. They just, they, they still should have won that game. Got, they were, I mean, they were they still got, in that game. They were up 18 points. They got complacent. They, they put him beat in when they should have just kept Dwight in the game. They couldn't box out Collins. Yeah. It was a uh, and those fans yeah. were like losing their mind when they were when right. Atlanta they're was down Atlanta. twelve. Like there was, yeah. like the the momentum stayed with Atlanta. So I, I hats off to Atlanta's fans. They are also Ben Simmons missing the, the putback at the end there, losing the ball out of bounds in the final seconds. Yeah, again, like this guy, you dude. I know, like, and he missed get it he together. Missed a very important free throw. It's. They took him out of the game for the last possession because he's such yeah. a he. Yeah. And he's he, a liability. He's a liability. I know you hate him. I th- 
honestly, like that game should have ended with a Danny Green three pointer, but Danny Green's injured. Um, Sound two. I would uh, be, listen. It's six and a, I would I would take Atlanta six and a half on the road, I, I but would, I think I think Philly. Uh, I, I still think Philly probably wins this game. Yeah, I like the Sixers. I like the Sixers money line personally. They're just a better team, and they should be able to like beat like. Trey Young can do whatever Trey Young wants to do. Just the Sixers should still be able to beat this team, like hands. Yeah, down. and it, it's a difference playing at home, uh, playing on the road, getting calls and that kind of stuff too. So I, I think that plays a lot of the parts in. in, um, in and if Philly. the Hawks win the series, it's going to be so dumb. Like Hawks Nets, like ugh, really? That's what you want? <laughs> no one wants to see that. Oh no, not really. No, and it's ain't going to be the Bucks because Giannis can't fucking catch a dime. At the end of the oh, game, right through boy. his legs, looking under his legs. Giannis is Chris Webber. Giannis is is a next generation's Chris Webber. I was gonna say, like, we gotta start considering Giannis here a little bit as, as sort of like the like the old Chris Paul, like kind of guys who get in the playoffs and kind of choke and kind of he's, blow it. A he's C right? Webb, dude. He's a he's a he's a big game choker. He can that fucking drop. Like that guy. That guy. Giannis fucking acts like such a prick for a guy that like. I mean, Middleton threw him the greatest pass he could have asked for, and it went under his legs. And he literally looked under his legs yeah, like a yeah. baby would if, yeah. if a cat ran through their legs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. He was just like, he just stopped. Yeah. He stopped playing. He was like, oh, no. They should not have lost that game either. Uh, they should not. But they weren't playing great either, though. But the Nets were just so terrible for, for basically two quarters. That's sort of how the Nets play, though. Yeah, I know exactly. And so it was, it was, that was, that was an amazing game to watch because of Durant was just, I kept, well, I, he kept shooting shots. And I was like, Oh God, don't take that shot. And then we'd make it. I was like, Oh, okay. It's going to be that kind of night. I can't stand uh, that. Fucking and no one else could make shots and stuff. And he was, he was literally, it was incredible. He was like blocking shots, rebounds, assists like that. And that was, a, that was a, I can't remember like watching a game and going, that's an incredible performance. Yeah. He just put the whole team on his back. Cause he did. And yeah. I mean, him and then fucking, of course, uh, Jeff Green's shooting seven yeah. from eight for three yeah. players was, was like Shit. out of bounds. I know. It's crazy. Harden did not need to play that game. He did not. He should contribute. not. Yeah. Or he should not have played as many minutes. I think they should. They kind of brought him out. They should have brought him out towards the end of the game because they thought he really sort of sucked the air out a little bit when they were going on a roll and, and Durant was hot. And all of a sudden they started giving Harden the ball. And then he just dribbles and dribbles out of bounds and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was just, just dribbling. Yeah. And yeah. The, the, the shot clock, he would wind the shot clock down and then someone have to throw it up. And they they have and then the other problem is they have it's Joe Harris and Shamit like basically they were standing in the same corner. Yeah, I know. Everyone's in a clear out. Hard has the ball. They're standing same corner. They're not even screening for each other. They're they're not open. It's like what is this? What's the point of screening when Harden's like not going to pass? He doesn't pass. Yeah, but but so that one they they uh, it was Harris. I think uh, Durant screened for Harrison that he did a backdoor cut. And made and that. And Harden found him. And it was a easy layup. I, I was like, you, why are you doing more of that? I know, but that's rare. It's a weird, it was such a weird game and a weird night on both sides of it. Um, I can't, I still can't believe Nets won that game. I know. It's over. That's a wrap. That was the, it that should was the be. Strong like, they'll go back to Milwaukee. They'll probably win. I don't think they will. I love the, I love the Nets plus five and a half. If you're thinking about betting tomorrow, Next. I do too. I, I think it'd be silly not to just because yeah. like if, if this, it, right, exactly. Cause of just what happened here a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, so we both Clippers like, plus seven in Utah tonight. I, I think easily you take the jazz minus seven. I think at this point, if Kawhi's not in this game, I, I, I don't think Clippers have any chance. Paul George is not going to step up. No, how's, that much. how's the other dude? How's the other jabroni? The, uh, your boy Donovan, is he playing? I think he's playing. He's gotta be playing. 
Or is this a night off game so that they because they don't? I mean, I, I can't imagine you want to go take a night off here, especially at home. I think you want to end this series. I just laid a little bit of action on the Clippers. Like I was like, oh man, that they could end up like winning the the West. And as soon as I do, why <laughs> goes down? <laughs> I take the Jazz as well. I don't know if it's minus seven or not. Probably though, I'd t- probably take the minus seven. I wish I would have got it at minus two and a half, mm. but DraftKings. Froze all those bets, so sorry. <laughs> In case you're listening, we went, we've went. we been perfect the last two shows, by the way. We have hit both of our parlays. So Booyah. Listen, listen to us. Take the Hawks. Take the Jazz. Yeah, RJ, listen to us. Win, seriously. You try to give that guy some fucking advice, and he throws a goddamn tennis bet on top of it. Yeah, what? Why are you betting on tennis? What a weird thing. What a weird thing what? for our listeners that don't know. One of our one of our faithful RJ was like, "Hey, you guys got any ideas on some uh, some action today?" Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, here. basketball, basically." Here, take the over here. Mm-hmm. Take this little funny baseball first inning under. Mm-hmm. There you go, plus three hundred. Yeah. Bob's your uncle, and he fucking takes he tacks on a fucking French Open bet, yeah. which of course doesn't win, and the other two hit. Yep, that's it. You don't don't ask for our help. Yeah, why? I don't, the tennis thing is a that's ran, that seems Who random. Who bets tennis? Who bets tennis? Even I don't bet tennis. I'll bet anything. I don't bet tennis. Yeah, you bet baseball. I bet baseball, which I think is crazy. But I do like the first inning kind of. I, I do like sticking to kind of those first inning kind of bets. Yeah, like, that's my that's my that's my go to bet now. That's yeah. how I that's how I sweeten every pot. Those are I just, interesting. I, I think just those pick are very the two best pitchers mm-hmm. of the day. And I think yep. it's probably like a 60% chance that they're going to go scoreless in the first. Yep. And it will, it'll, up your, it'll up your parlay by about 100 points every time. Yeah, I, I like it. I like those. Or like there's what's the, other one, the first three innings with like um, there's pitchers and stuff too. I think that we talked about before like a year ago or whatnot that usually kind of seems to do well. Um, yeah, I, those are, I, th- those are, I think that's the way you bet baseball. Yep. That's how you bet baseball. That's how, let me tell you, that's how you bet baseball. We've, we've son. fixed baseball. We've yeah. hacked baseball. You put your Hawaiian shirt on, you get a big stogie, and you <laughs> bet the first inning in all the baseball games. You could do it. I wonder if you did it all. And you die broke the averages. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the point. All right, Chris. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, call it, let's call it a day. Everybody have a great rest of your week. Enjoy your hump day. <laughs> Peace. Peace.